Attention. The National Weather Service has issued a hurricane warning for the entirety of the National Hockey League. Please stay tuned for further information from the Storm Cellar. So welcome back to the Storm Cellar. All-Star Weekend, Ray. It always makes me sad because it means like there's no real games for like 10 days. (laughs) (laughs) And as everybody knows, like my emotional status is often dependent upon the previous day's hockey game. And so right now I'm kind of in a lull. But in seven days, six hours and 14 minutes, I leave to come to North Carolina. And I haven't been down. I'm going to see my parents for a few days. Then I'll be in Raleigh for two games, which will be brilliant. And then back to see my folks for a couple of days. So, and it's not negative uh, 12 degrees here today. It's a a warm, wintry, uh, brisk 22 degrees. I might throw some shorts on and like mow the grass or something. But how are you doing (laughs) in Calgary? I'm I'm doing great. You know, the funny thing about the the All-Star Weekend and you're talking about now you've got this big lull and you know, there's nothing to do to talk about. We actually were the ones that were enjoying the previous few days because there were so few games this week, but Carolina played twice. So we're in our glory. We're loving it while the rest of everyone else is suffering because their teams aren't playing. We're having a great time loving it. And now we, they don't play all week. Like they don't Saturday, play all right? week. Yeah. Next Saturday. Yeah, it's that's just crazy. They were talking about the big breaks that they had during the the West Coast trip earlier in the year, and they've got one built in right now. I think the the boys will all be in like Mexico or someplace warm. Yeah, I think, I think a lot anyway. of them took off to Mexico, Florida. I think those guys are going to join up. So, and then it's going to be. We'll talk the schedule toward the end of the program, but it's going to be a busy month for the Hurricanes. I mean, they got sure the Capitals is. twice, including the Stadium Series game. We have Montreal coming in for the Hall of Fame game. Um, but more importantly, we have a, a new fan with us today, and this is very impromptu. Uh, our guest uh, Jared Ellis from the Hockey Riders wasn't able to be here today, um, but we found a perfect replacement uh, post All Star game. Uh, Ray, I will let you do your thing because you're the radio guy. Yeah, no question about this. This is absolutely fantastic. Uh, We have joining us uh, on social media knows her as computer and coin. But we now know her as Nancia. Nancia, thank you so much for joining us. And right off the hop, I want to say right off the hop, I want to say your TikTok videos were fantastic. They were energizing. Like it, wow. it made me go, wow, I remember those feelings. Like I, I want that back in my life. Like that, uh, phenomenal. Yeah. You will we'll tell everyone who's listening. You'll want to check, check her out. Computer and coin. Check out those TikTok videos that she did as she was experiencing the Hurricanes game. It was magnificent. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Nancia. Yes. Um, so what we're going to do, and uh, we're going to get you to, you know, introduce yourself to everyone. Uh, let us know how you got into hockey. This is what we do every week. We talk about how you get into hockey, what your, you know, what you love about the Hurricanes, uh, your favorite player, if you have one. Just give it, lay it all out for us. What, uh, what got you into this uh, crazy world? of ours all right well ray and brad well first of all thank you for having me be a guest on your hockey podcast this is my first time ever being on a podcast so (laughs) i appreciate y'all awesome yeah yeah, i appreciate y'all reaching out to me and it was a little bit all of this is still uh very surprising a little bit overwhelming but i'm just trying to embrace it um with an open mind and an open heart so i appreciate both of y'all um, to everyone else, hey y'all. Um, uh, my name is Nancia, or I go by Computer and Coin on all social media platforms. Um, born and raised in Carolina, born and raised in North Carolina. My people are from the Low Country, of South Carolina, about an hour outside of Charleston. I still have family, lots of family down there. I still have family that live down there where there's literally. No stoplights. It's just all stop signs. I have family that live on dirt roads, living good, prosperous lives deep in the country of South Carolina. Um, So I'm a nurse by trade. 
um, but my specialty is tech, so I'm a little bit uh, special, uh, have a specialty that I work in. I've worked in tech uh, for almost 20 years now, um, and so that's basically who I am, um, and then how I got into hockey is interesting, so just like for so many other people, Brad, you were saying before we came on here how at the height of the COVID, the pandemic, you felt that disconnect um, from like going to games and interacting with people. And it was just, um, you saw, you felt a gap mm -hmm. in what you liked and you created something out of that. And so for me, just like for so many other people, the last three years were very challenging going through the pandemic. I'm a nurse, even though I work in tech. Um, it was still as challenging for nurses, no matter what specialty we were. It, the pandemic was just, we're still, the profession of nursing is still trying to recover because it was, it's just really difficult and tough for us. And so same for me. Um, so now that the world is starting to open back up, I was like, I got to get out of this house. I got to get out of the house. It's just, you know, I'm just after the pandemic, need to do something different, try something different. And I was like, well, what can I do that I have never, ever done before? Don't know anything about. I'll go to a hockey game. So I literally just know nothing. I've heard of the hurricanes. Like I've born and raised in North Carolina, but I never knew anything about hockey or know anybody who watched hockey growing up. That's just not what we did in my family or my friend circle. But I was like, it was literally just so random. So I just got on the, the ticket website, went to the Carolina Hurricanes um, page, and I was like, well, I'll just go to a hockey game and just do that. And I went to that first game, and it was just like, I was, it, it was almost like going to Disney World or just something. I was just, I, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to wear. I even had to go like on Pinterest and Google what to wear to a hockey game. How do you act? <laughs> what do you, how to get there? Is traffic bad? I just didn't know everything. It was just discovery. Um, but when I went to that first game and I walked into the arena and it was just loud and I was just like, oh my God, it just, it was just so exciting. It, I, I just, that, that's what I did not, anticipate and then the more I sat at the game at the end of that first game and we won Carolina Hurricanes won I was like oh I'm going again and so I went again and then I went to a third game but after that first game I was like I had so much fun I told all my girlfriends y'all I went to a hockey game and it was, and it was like you went to a hockey game oh my family that was like a hockey game at a hockey game and I was like no 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 listen hear me out and um I told my sister and she was like you're so she said why don't you just make a TikTok about it I was like well nobody cares like you know the people who follow me know me for like tech because I talk about tech and money usually it's my name computer and coin I was like okay well I'll make a TikTok yeah I that first TikTok it did okay a couple of times but that second one I think it's almost at like 200,000 views. And I was like, what it is this? <laughs> so, and then you all reached out and yeah, so. I got to ask. that so, gives you guys a good background. Oh, ama a amazing. Yes. The fact that you were just like, I'm going to do something I've never done before. A lot of people won't do that, right? They just, you know, scared of the unknown, don't know what you're going into. I love when people are like, I just did it. And, and let's hope it turns out for the best. It sounds like you had a great time. Um, you mentioned like Carolina Duke before before we came on live. You walk into PN and what was your first game? Who was the opponent? Do you remember? You uh, were, the, the first Bruins Carolina was your Duke second, game right? I went to. No, the first no. Hurricanes game. Oh, the first Hurricane game I went to. I think it was Pittsburgh. Okay, I, think it was I, Pittsburgh. I see. I thought the Bruins game was your second game. I think. Uh, the Bruins was my third. Pittsburgh. Third. Okay. Who was the first game? I don't even remember. I have gone to three games. I know Pittsburgh. And uh, the Bruins. So I can't, it was, uh, I can't remember the first game I went to. No problem. But the atmosphere. So Carolina, so I went to NC State. So Carolina Duke, to me, you know, I, I get that level of importance, right? I remember, you know, seeing UNC and Duke play NC State in Reynolds Coliseum. And the, and the atmosphere, you walk in the door and you could feel that energy. Did yeah. you feel that from the Hurricanes game? Because this is a middle of the season game, right? This isn't even, we're not even talking playoff level yet. 
but I, really? bet, I bet that excitement really, really. Was, oh, I bet you could feel the did it feel that like charge like this is going to be something kind of special it did it felt electric if that makes any like it felt I oh yeah felt, oh yeah like, I was that already excited because I didn't know what I was walking into I was like how are people going to treat me and you know, you all see how I, was. I just didn't know. I was a little bit scared. You know, I was like, um, and I told my sister and she was like, well, are you safe? Were you? I was like, I was fine. I just, but I just, when you just don't know what type of environment that you're walking into, there's a little bit of fear there, but I did not want to let that fear stop me from just going to a game because again, I needed to just, you know, kind of recover Mm-hmm. from um the pandemic but when I said it it really was electric and that it was just so exciting and I don't even think when I walked in because I missed first truck drop because I just didn't know how thick traffic was going to be and the time and everything so I got there like late in the first period um but they weren't even like scoring or anything but it was just so energetic and I was like oh okay this is interesting and, and yeah so it definitely felt energetic when I first walked into the arena and it cold. So that was because I read a lot of that the arenas are cold. I said, like, oh, it is cold in here. So now, it's cold and, you know, <laughs> it was very exciting. It's cold okay. to me. <laughs> so there is so much to unpack here. And oh, okay. I love I love everything. So but the first things first, and I think I can speak for Brad. Um, thank you for what you do. As a nurse, whether tech or otherwise, there is, I have an unbelievable amount of respect for anyone in healthcare because it is the most thankless and difficult jobs. And that needs to change. You know what I mean? It needs, as far as the thankless part, we need to pay attention to the hardworking, difficult situation uh nurses out there they're the they're the real heroes in hospitals we all like doctors and doctors are great and they could do great things but nurses work so hard and and the mental health aspect too so 100 percent. i I was in various levels so i i get it right i left because of my mental health and it's not so i'm glad you were able to find a way to like release maybe some of that you know, get some good vibes going. Cause that's tough in, in the medical profession, right? Yeah. So it's, shout out to all the nurses. I, all the you. specialties, Absolutely. no matter where you're working. Um, just, I appreciate y'all. And I know it is, it can be difficult. Um, just take care of yourselves. Please do what you can. If you have to hey, step I, away, do that. A hundred percent, Nancy. Yeah. So th- I wanted to get that out of the way because oh, okay. that's important. But now, so you went to your game, did you go by yourself? Did you I have did. anyone? You went totally by yourself. I went totally by myself. Um, I Ubered to the game because I didn't know. I was like, well, if I drive, will it be hard to find parking? And then I didn't want to walk in the parking lot by myself because it was going to be at night. And, you know, I was worried about, I was really worried about my safety because I just, I didn't know. I was like, okay, well, if I, you know, ride share to the game, I can get dropped off right at the front door and not have to worry about, being in a new environment, trying to figure out where do you enter? It's dark. And, you know, so yes, I went by myself. Okay. And, and when you, so you talked about the electric feeling in the air and I mean, that's, I remember my first trip to Raleigh to actually watch my favorite team in a home environment where I'm not the one who is, you know, surrounded by fans who dislike the team that I cheer for. It was a great experience. What captured you to keep coming back? Was it the feel that you got from the environment itself? Or was it what you were seeing on the ice? Like, what what do you like about the game? What do you find exciting about that? Are there, is there things you don't care for? Or like, bring us into that. Sure. Um, the first thing I liked about it, which again, I didn't know, was how fast the game moves. It's very fast paced. It's fast. And it's, now I'm starting to like, when I went to the Bruins game, I, this was the first time I experienced this. When I went to the Bruins game, because there were so many penalties during that game, you know, that stops play, right? Because yeah. then the refs have to kind of, I was like, huh? 
when is the game going to start again type situation. Yeah. So I love the pace of it. Um, and it, I, I like that. And I noticed like even during breaks in play, they, it, it's not a lull. Like I, and I'm sure that's part of the Canes or, or any NHL teams, part of the whole experience, Not unless it's like a true break. Um, to make it not so that you're just sitting around not doing anything. Like, you know, there's music. There's the Canes crew, which I saw for the first time at the last game. They're stormy. You know, they do things. Um, but so the excitement, the pace of the game. And I love learning new. I'm, I'm a geek at heart. I've always been called a nerd. That's fine. I embrace it. So my geeky brain once I saw how exciting and fast, I was like, okay, the technical part of my brain was like, well, how does it all work? And so then after that first game, I was like, okay, what was exciting? I was like watching the players skate. I was like, well, how do they skate? So I did a, a TikTok and I was like, I was trying to figure out how do they move and stop so fast and move backwards and just the whole body mechanics of it? Well, then that took me down a rabbit hole. And then I went down a rabbit hole of like edge work. And it was oh, just yeah. so much oh, to learn. Wow. So I love, I just love learning new things. And um, because there's so much to learn, I feel like um, at this point, I don't think I can get bored because I hate being bored. Um, but I just really love learning new things. So the excitement, the energy, the pace of the game, learning new things are what um, excites me and keeps me at this point wanting to keep going back to see, okay, well, what can I learn this week? What can I grasp? Not to get deep down, but just have a good understanding so I can follow along better. Now, a real quick question. Go ahead, Brad. Um, whereabouts were you sitting for your games? Were you sitting up higher or in the lower bowl up high or, or close to the ice or just vaguely? Do you Sure. Yeah, I, I wanted to sit uh, because, again, I didn't know. I was like, okay, well, when I go to a football game, I like to sit as close to the 50 as possible. The same at a basketball game, center court, because at least because I've been to those type of games and I always felt like center, you can – equally both ways yeah, you can so see everything yeah you can see everything so i sat very low to the ice um like mm, three or four rows back center ice i was going to suggest if you had not sat that close yet to do so because hockey is a game where i i normally like to sit up high um my st- my tickets for the montreal game are the front row of the balcony Um, And that's because that way I can see everything. Like you can see the plays develop. You get a better understanding of um, how plays work and kind of the flow of the game is what we call it. Um, What you did, I think is perfect. Anytime I take a new person myself, I always try and sit as close to the ice as possible because from the 300 level seats, they look fast, but they don't look fast. If you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And from the third row, you go, a, these guys are fast. And B, people sometimes forget that an NHL hit, open ice hit, is has more energy in it than a foot, big foot, you know, like an open field football tackle. So there's a lot of there's a lot of you know the physicality. You you, it's hard to appreciate that on TV. But awesome job for you because sitting that close to the ice, you really got an idea. Like, you know, these guys can skate upwards of 20 miles an hour. Like, I couldn't do that on my best day when I was in shape. Right. So. Fantastic. If you ever get a chance, um, if you sit up toward the top of the lower bowl or like the front row or two of the upper bowl, you'll you'll get a whole different perspective on the game. Um, I always tell people, you know, a few games in, do that. Because what you'll start to see is you'll start to see that hockey is a circular game. And what I mean by that is players tend to not always take a direct line A to B and then stop and switch. It's faster if they keep going and kind of circle and loop around. And when you sit up high, you start to see like, it's almost like watching uh, like bees kind of swirling around a flower kind of thing where there's lots of these intricate like, circles and, and patterns going on that you don't see up close. So you can get an entirely different take on hockey just based upon where you sit. I think that's okay. different than most games because, you know, a, a good hockey game to me is like a good Carolina Duke or, or you know, Duke NC State basketball game, right? It's, it's back and forth. There's a lot up and down. Mm-hmm. The basketball to me is you can sit anywhere in, in, in an arena and get a pretty good idea of what's going on. And hockey is really different in that if you sit up close, you really get that physical, you know, the physicality, you really get the speed of the game, but you miss the plays develop because there's, you know, there's glass in front of you. There's players and benches in front of you, the penalty boxes, maybe. And when you sit up high, you lose some of that feeling of speed, hmm. but then you start to see like the bigger picture kind of. Okay. Um, 
I would also say uh, take in some some lower league ECHL games. I'm not sure what part of North Carolina you're in, but um, Winston Salem, uh, Fayetteville. There's a couple of teams that are are minor hockey hockey teams where you know you can get front row seats, second row seats for you know 15, 20 bucks, and that's a great way to see hockey too on a budget for folks who are out there who maybe who who hear you and they're like, oh, like maybe I want to give hockey a try. You don't have to dump a lot of money to go to see a hurricane. You can go to these smaller teams for very little money and still still get an idea of it. So just throw them That's out there. That's a great right? t- Yeah, I, I'm taking notes. I, I am. Because <laughs> I like to go back and reference and things like that. So that's a great tip. That's awesome. And, and and just to add a, a little thing to what Brad said, not only do you see the game or experience the game different from the different locations because of the quickness and all the rest of it there is a different experience for the fan depending on where you say and this is like this in any in any barn throughout the league i'm not just talking in raleigh i'm talking any barn in the league the higher up you go the more the the fans around you are different it, it's a different experience. It's a different feeling. And sometimes, you know, sometimes it can be a little difficult. I'm not going to lie because it like, and I've been in places where you go higher up and I don't want to say they're uh, less friendly. It's not less friendly. It's more, they're louder. Yes. They're louder. And they, and they are big on, and they'll, they'll chirp. Uh, opposing fans, they'll whatever, and you don't always see that when you're down lower, but it's in a different experience for the game. And I'm yeah. telling you, Nancy, when you're up high, like Brad said, when you're talking about watching the game, when you see a goal scoring opportunity develop from the very start, you just totally goosebumps. lose yourself right in it. You get goosebumps. That's exactly it, Brad. Thank you. That's the exact word when you see it happen, like all of a sudden where a two on one develops and your excitement will build and swell and grow. And when they score, you just, you saw it coming the whole yeah. way. Okay. It's an amazing it's a good feeling. It's a great feeling. You know, y'all, it's, it's great... interesting that you said that about sitting, just the people around you sitting low versus sitting high. So the first two games, I sat very low, like behind the plastic, no one talked to me. And that's fine. I wasn't there to like talk to people. I was there to, you know, as a fan to take it. And it's fine. No one. But when I, when I went to the Bruins game, <laughs> the people who, uh, I didn't, I didn't, of course, I don't know anybody. So uh, as soon as the people around me sat down, they were like, hey, how you doing? And then like uh, they were talking to, I didn't say I was new. I probably looked like really new and green, but they was like, maybe sitting to this side and the person, okay, now see, and they were talking to me and I was talking back. I was like, well, what does that mean? What does this mean? And then when, every time the came score, they started high-fiving me, you know? Interested. <laughs> and, and then like when Marshawn, every time Marshawn uh, had the putt, they would, the people around me would boo him. I was like, why are y'all booing Marshawn? And I was like, oh. He said some things about North Carolina last year and Roy, uh, Roy Cooper, the governor, got on Twitter. And I was, so it was very, definitely more engaging. And the ladies too, so they were like, are you coming back? And I was like, well, I, I guess I am. They was like, well, we sit here every time. Some- and it, was, it was different. <laughs> so when you said, Brad and Ray, that the fans down below versus up above is different, um, it was definitely a different experience for me sitting high up. I was like, oh, they are up here. It was more fun up there. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you had a good time. It's raised right. It just real. I'll try and keep it quick. It, you know, I, I'm here. I'll, I'll go see the hurricanes at, at Boston garden and the people who are down low are typically going to be corporate types, like white collar types, right? Cause they can afford three or 400 bucks for a seat. The guy in the nosebleeds is probably a blue collar plumber, electrician, whomever who this is how he spends his money and they get into it, right? This is stress relief. So uh, alcohol tends to flow a little more uh, liberally up, up high. Um, Mm -hmm. It does. So it can be a little rougher sometimes, right? Some people take things too far. You have to be aware of that. Um, I've met some fantastic people sitting in the very last row of Boston garden. Yeah. And, and so it, it, it depends on who you're with. And for the hurricane specifically, there used to be a couple of fan groups. I think it was 326 Ray and 328. Oh wow! Like, like the, 
they're groups that online people are like, oh, like they're part of like the section 326 group, right? Because there's a hundred people there that just go nuts together. Um, you know, you said earlier you, you really didn't have anybody to go with. Um, I promise you, after that, we have this podcast out, um, you will have plenty of offers. Um, you will never have to go to a game alone again if you don't want to. We have hundred percent well over, you know, 1,200 folks follow us, and then who knows how many people thousands follow them. And if you, you know, a lot of them also are like, Hey, I have an extra ticket. So we'll, we'll, you will definitely, you'll, you'll get people reached out to you who are going to say, Hey, oh, wow. don't go alone. We have tickets come with us. Um, if you get a chance, you know, um, Ray, we'll, we'll message the Canes. We'll, we'll send out a flag to the Canes. Um, I think we need to get an it to the stadium series. If they could pull that off. <laughs> wow. oh, totally. Yeah. It's, you need to experience your that TikTok and- reminded me of when, during one of the Tampa Bay lightning cup runs, um, an African-American gentleman posted a video similar to yours. who was like, I went to this hockey game. I didn't know what to expect. It was phenomenal. And he like, you know, it, it blew up. It went viral. And the Tampa Bay ended up, I think, bringing him to, I can't remember if it was a cup finals game, bro. I think it was met him in a playoff game. I don't remember what round just to be like, Hey, like fans, like you were the reason the game grows. And, and I hear that and your enthusiasm is, is contagious. Like I could feel it, it myself. Is. Like I remember being a new fan and that's what the game needs. And that's what our podcast is kind of about is, you know, cause you'll have people. And if you ever hear people like, Oh, you're a bandwagon fan. You don't know you're new. Don't let them get to you because they're yeah. in the minority, right? They, at some point they were in the same position. They just don't want to admit it. Exactly. Wow. Everyone has been a bandwagon fan at one point or another. So th- that sort of nonsense, you, you can just disregard completely if anyone's cracking on you. So don't worry about that. The Kenyaks as a whole are a great group. And you know what? And this is what, and one thing that as Brad was alluding to, and you kind of hinted to, I don't, I've never had the pleasure to be in an, uh, in an arena when the Tar Heels are playing the Blue Devils. I've never had that experience. I want it desperately. Go Heels. I love my Heels. This is a different... Yeah, no, I know you don't. You're a state man, and that's, that's fine too. This is what's interesting and what your experience is here. The Hurricanes... I mean, I know how much the heels dislike the devils. Mm-hmm. I know that. And that's like, you're almost born into that, that type of rivalry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the hurricanes bring everyone together. You know what I mean? you. I don't think you would ever see a heels fan and a blue devils fan or, or a state fan or whatever, all sitting together and having a good time at the basketball game. They'd right. be chirping each other through the whole thing and going at it and taunting them, and, and which is fine, too, in my regard. I, I dig that sort of thing. But um, when you go to the hockey game, every, it's one spirit, one energy, all going together. And I'm so glad that you're able to experience that. It's like, fun. that is, it is fun. It is fun. Now, I need to ask, though, when you were looking at the Hurricanes players, was there a player that jumped out at you that you kind of dug that was like, man, he, I like I like him? Because everyone has that initial experience where you go to the game and you see the players going and you go, man, I really, there's a connection. Something happens in the game and you just connect with a player. You like what they do. Wow, he's super fast. Holy cow, that shot is unbelievable. How he, How hard he shoots. I dig him. What, what was, did you have one like that at all? Yeah, and I did, but I don't know if it's just because it was the first player I saw coming out of the tunnel at the beginning of the next period. And that was Peter Kochikov. Um, So, but when I saw, and that's, again, so I, I, I prefaced that and said, well, that's the first player I saw coming out of the tunnel and with the goalie gear on, um, very formidable. And uh, and so I was like, ooh, it wasn't him. It was like the goalies. So him and Anderson and I and I, the whole team. I'm very interested in learning about like left wing and right wing and center. I don't. All I know is the, I just learned the positions like a week and a half ago. So I don't know, you know, the mechanics. Yeah. But when I watch the goalies, because 
Like at the Bruins game, I noticed uh, the goalies at some point came away from the net. They had open net or, you know, they got into the play. So I was like, oh, the goalies have to defend the net. And sometimes they have to actually play on the ice versus like center left wing right ring. Seems like they have their positions. But I, it was something about Coach Akav and how the goalies have to defend the net. I was like, ooh, their eyesight. Their eyesight must have to be like, like, an, like an eagle. So, um, but again, I preface that by saying he was the first one I saw come out the fan tunnel and I saw the uniform and then, you know, all of the gear and just like how they defend the net and also engage in play. And, you know, they're like this and yes, so... That's awesome. That connection with the goaltenders. The yeah. yeah. The goalies are, are amazing. Yeah. Mostly I'm, I mostly, I think they're, they're, uh, there's a little bit, they're a little bit nuts because who would put themselves in front of those shots that boom yes. in on them. Right. I said, this, yes. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh my goodness. Like all the, all that kinetic energy, the yeah. physics of it. I was like, all of that energy coming to you is not just one person coming to the goal it's everybody on the team coming sending all of their energy to the goal and that goaltender's job is to let nothing get into it so it's like almost like it's almost like David versus the lie I don't know it's like all this energy and he has to block it right so yeah something about the goaltender I don't know so no, I just find that, it very and- interesting engagement and you pick Kochetkov, who that kid has. I mean, he's so he 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 was in Russia last year. Okay. I, I don't even know if he's been in North America a full year yet. We might still be a few so. days or weeks. It, it's been a year ish. He okay. came over last February okay. from Russia. He's got personality for days. That kid. That kid is phenomenal to watch. He is super nice. Met him last year at the Calder Cup Finals a couple times. Um, which is the AHL, so the league below the NHL. It's their okay. big trophy, so it's their version of like the Stanley Cup, okay. and the whole team was fa- fantastic. Jalen Chatfield, who plays for the team, was okay. on that team. Jack Jury, who is currently back with that team, he was up with the Hurricanes earlier in the year. Uh, but yeah, Pyotr Kachetkov is just if you you picked a good one to if 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 you think he might be my guy, I'm going to follow. Like you picked a great one because okay. he I did. Saw they no, sent him back he down signed the Chicago Wolves. Mm-hmm. I He's saw they now. sent him back down. I was like, well, why did I didn't know again? I didn't know that that was their like the Wolves are, I guess, like their feeder team. So yeah, I was exactly. like, oh, he got sent down to the Wolves, and then people I did a TikTok about it. And people were like, oh no, no, no. That's how he can't get traded. And then it, I was like, oh, he can develop more. And He'll be like, the oh, future. I would okay. I would expect to see him in the playoffs again. Once once okay. I would expect it. He I don't know how much he'll play, but I would expect to see when the when the playoffs start. You can ha- go over. You have more than twenty-three players that you can have on the roster. Okay. So they have what they call an expanded roster. So instead of twenty-three players, it goes up some. I would expect him to be one of those people who's available to play because uh, the kid is phenomenal. To watch he he makes some saves. Um, there was a a golden age of goaltending with you. You might hear names like Dominic Hoshik or Patrick Waugh, some of these guys, um, Martin yeah. Lodore. And oh yeah, he just had this energy about him, and and Dominic Hoshik in particular is one, maybe one of the greatest ever. And he he would come out of the net and like you know poke check people, so he's trying to hit the puck away with the stick away from the goal, and he's flopping, and it looks like chaos. <laughs> but when you really watch him, you're like, it's not chaotic. He he's in control. It just he's all over the place, but it's in a controlled fashion. And Kochekov plays a same style, which okay. is just fun to watch. I mean, Frederick Anderson is like the opposite. He is super controlled. You know, he limits his movement. He moves as you know as little as possible, so he's always ready for the next shot, which is the opposite, which is great. I mean, he does a fantastic job. But mm-hmm. you watch Kochekov, who makes the same stops, but expends three times energy to do it. It's just fun to watch. <laughs> I okay. just, I, Brad, Brad, I got to say, I just had a, uh, I just imagined uh Nancia being in the barn watching Archie in net. Oh Archie Zerbe, Hurricanes legend and oh. goal. Who's Archie? Who's um, that? So his name was Archer Zerbe. Um we called him Archie. Uh he's from Latvia. <laughs> Small guy. Uh we can send you some clips. Uh, he was the goaltender during their 2002 run where they lost to the Detroit Red Wings in the Stanley Cup finals. But he he has a similar game. Small guy, lots of movement. 
he would do things and you'd be like, oh, he's totally out of position. They're going to score. And he would find a way to make the save. And it was just unbelievable watching him play. We wanted to at times actually to tie him to the net so we didn't wander around so much because oh, wow. he was that, uh, he that was, was a very common theme yeah is, is you need <laughs> it's to like just tie, stay tie him to one, you know time to one leg of the goal because <laughs> you don't want him going more than four feet away but he would it, it worked so and it worked and it worked it was just amazing so that's that's fantastic uh your story is and uh, it's contagious, the excitement. I'm like listening to you and I'm re-experiencing all of those kind of first time experiences and stuff like that and what it was like and the wonderment. That's awesome, Nancy. Oh, what a, what a great story you have. Now, I also understand, and we had a chance that we're going to change gears a little bit here. Uh, it's the All-Star Weekend. And for... I wanted to get your take. Uh, you you looked at the, and it was, fu- it was funny when you, when you said this before we started the show, you got a chance to watch the skills competition, but you didn't get a chance to watch the game because you had your priorities straight. You needed to be watching some basketball. and win. Yeah, the Duke Carolina game was last night. And I just. Yeah, you can't. Diff- I have a Carolina room in my house. I have a degree from Duke and I have a degree from Carolina. So it's a little bit split in this. Wow. Yeah, but I could not miss that game. So no, of course you couldn't miss the game, but I wanted to get your take. (laughs) I wanted to get your take on what you thought of the skills competition. You know, Spetsikov did great, right? He wins, he wins the fastest skater. Um, what what did you think of the whole whole thing? It was interesting. So the first skater, I cannot remember his name in the fastest skate competition. Before the competition even started, the announcer said, oh, this is the fastest skater right now. And no, they said he's the fastest or the best skater in the NHL. And he failed, like I think at the third or the fourth turn. I was like, well, if he's the fastest and the best, so I I don't know if they kind of jinxed him a little bit. If you believe in like woo-woo, I was like, they may have jinxed him. So that kind of threw me off. I didn't laugh. I did not laugh. It kind of threw me off. I was like, oh, but he's the best, but nobody's perfect. So um, that was really interesting. And then I saw the competition where they try to shoot the puck in in the goal with a small hole. What competition is that? I that was the ten. That was new for this year. That was it. Was, that was tandem. very new. Yeah, the ten D oh. tandem. Ten D tandem is what tandem. they call it. Oh, okay. Yes. And now when I watched that, that's when I saw a woman on the ice with the uh with the other players, and I was like, "Who is this lady?" And then they said her name, and of course I ju- I jumped on the Googles, and I saw her name was Sarah Nurse and who she plays for. Except I I was like, "Oh, I don't know. I, was like, I don't know if I've ever seen women playing at." NBA All-Star or the other All-Star sports. So that was very surprising to me. So those are the two. I didn't watch any of the other skills competitions. Those were the two I watched. And um, so it was really interesting. Uh, and I was like, okay, so this must be the best of the best. And I followed the Kings on Twitter. And I and of course now all this stuff is showing up in my algorithm about Marty Natchez and how he should have been there. And I was like, well, wow, if he'd have been there, what would have happened? So mm. I, I'm a little bit I feel like a little like the team got a little bit cheated because he didn't go. I was like, well, I don't know if other teams have a player who should have went but didn't go. But so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there, there was a big uh, a big debacle kind of with the way that so the league picks one person from each team, so every okay. team gets represented, and then there were six open places: three from the Eastern Conference and three from the West. And they they said we're going to put this to a fan vote, and Marty Natchez was the. Um, one of the top three things trending on Twitter during that voting. And, but they ended up picking two guys from three guys from New York, two from the Rangers and one from the New York Islanders. Yeah. Um, Sveshnikov won fastest skater with like a, well, I think it was a 13.6 something time. Yes. The NHL record is 13.1. And I think had Natchez been there, that record might have been in trouble. Natchez is that, I mean, Sveshnikov is fast. Don't get me wrong. But he's he's not even the fastest guy on his line because he plays with Marty Natchez, who is considerably faster. Yeah, he's he's not as fast as Jalen Chatfield, who is a defenseman and quite a bit faster. So, so the league can pick. I heard you say that they pick one player from each team, but they ended up playing two picking two players from the same state. Yeah, the New York Rangers sent three guys, which they according to them it was the fans voted those folks in, but 
you know, they won't. One of the things with the league, when I said before we started talking about best sport, worst league, mm-hmm. they won't release the numbers and say, here are the votes. Yeah. You know, we, we've said mm-hmm. if Marty Natchez is able to make all of Twitter trend with his name yeah. voting for him. And then mm-hmm. there was an, there was an online component too, mm-hmm. but if, if he didn't win, then just release the votes. Just show us the votes, yeah. and we'll say, "Yeah, well, yep, he lost." But y'all don't find that suspicious. Oh, uh, I, I, yeah, I think it's, we I all did. Okay. I, we all did. I think, <laughs> I think New York City has you know ten million people who might watch, okay. and Raleigh, North Carolina has three hundred thousand people who might watch, and that's ah. what the league did. I'm okay. I, I'm not a conspiracy theory person, but you know, there's and, a big. Some, sometimes a it's fun, and sometimes you just look at the numbers and you go, "Yeah, that doesn't look right." Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, there, okay. there's a, there's a, there's definitely a thing to the the conspiracy there. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, so Brad, when we were and, and like Brad and I, we've seen a lot of all star things. And one of the one of the first things when you talked about seeing that nurse who is so talented, she's just so amazing, right? That's where you first noticed her. But the problem was, and Brad and I both texted each other immediately, immediately, immediately during the game when they were doing the broadcast. Okay. Um, and they it were introducing all of these fantastic women who are all amazing hockey players and that they're being a part of this while they're doing the announcements instead of staying with them and highlighting the women that were joining the event, they were busy having an interview with someone else and completely ignored introducing the women. And I texted Brad and Brad hit me back at the same time. And Brad had things going on, uh, you know, Twitter. And I mean, we were all over it saying, guys, if you want to, talk about you know inclusion and you want to focus and have uh the women highlighted in here like the the best superstars these women are amazing why in the world wouldn't you take just the time to promote them and show them and name them and like these are names that you want to watch these women are fantastic but they completely ignored it and it wow. made, and it may, I mean, it made me and Brad nuts. I, I don't think we've ever, yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of times where we've been, you know, simpatico in our texts and stuff, but this was like lightning. It was unbelievable. We were both wow. saying it crazy, yeah. crazy. So they really blew it as far as <laughs> that goes. They just didn't do the, do those women right. Like they didn't, it was wrong. Yeah. For, for me, it's okay. about. They they say, yeah, they say hockey is for everyone. They do these inclusion things. They invite these PHF, you know, stars who are, most of them have multiple world championship and Olympic medals. They're fantastic hockey players. And then they, in my mind, disrespect them by, oh, we're going to do an interview during their introductions. And and this made Twitter, I, I thought this was funny, Ray, because I don't know if either of you caught this, but um, so somebody asked um, Sarah Nurse, um, the the goalie that she scored on was um, Shesterkin for New Shesterkin, York. Yeah. He was one of the top three or four goaltenders potentially okay. in the world. He's good. But a reporter asked Sarah Nurse, what did it feel like scoring that goal on one of the top, you know, three goaltenders in the league? And Hillary Knight spoke up and said, well, she's one of the best shooters, you know, in the world. So, and, and I thought that was a good representation of how, you know, the PHF stars were there and I'm grateful for that. We're making progress, but there's still a long way to go because of mm-hmm. questions like that, that, you know, that kind of reminds me of like the, you know, Darnell nurse versus Sarah nurse, you know, you know, Darnell's yeah. cousin, Sarah, she's not Darnell's cousin, Sarah. That's Sarah nurse. That's yeah, Sarah. She, nurse. Has a, she has her own name. She's her own home person. She yeah. is a much more accomplished hockey player than not just him, but many of the guys in the NHL treat yep. her that way. Show yeah. some respect. You know, I so, thought, that, that, I that, thought that, her that bugged me. And, and the golf thing, her- real quick, the, the, the golf hockey thing, <laughs> I, I turned I turned the I turned it off. I I can't do golf hockey. Sorry. Yeah. I, I did not see that. I did yeah. Not. 
Yeah, and you're probably better for it. Um, <laughs> they get they gimmicked up a lot of things, right there. And, oh, and the, here's, okay. here's here's this the thing with the All Star Game. They're trying to find new ways to. They don't want to do the same thing over and over and over again, and so they try to find new angles, new whatever. And it it for for some, and there was a lot of blowback from players, from everyone about what the heck are we doing here? Like this is the all-star. This doesn't show anyone's skill or talent or whatever. It it's, they've gimmicked it up too much. Mm. And, and I mean, seeing, first of all, seeing Sarah nurse do the Forsberg. On so was this their first, uh, was this the first in-person all-star since COVID hit or did they do an in-person no. last year? You know, they had one last year. Yeah. In, in person Vegas. in Vegas. And the, and one of the things that a lot of people have said is what you see on TV, as far as the all-star game goes mm-hmm. and the all-star mm-hmm. weekend, it's actually the all-star weekend is far better to experience in person okay. than you will ever mm. understand or feel or whatever, watching it on TV. There's something missing and it's a better, mm. there's a different vibe to it that just doesn't translate through the television. Right. So I, I mean, I, 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 in a way I kind of understand why they were trying to make it different and new. Cause you, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you got to put lipstick on a pig sometimes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, that's, it's just, we've seen it all before so many times. What are you going to do to make it different, to make it yeah. interesting? But in the same respect, that can go too far. You know, if you you can put lipstick on a pig, but don't put the blush and the rouge and the, uh, you know, eyeliner and everything else on it too, because then you forget it's a pig, right? Like that's. So is the mascot, the mascot game, is that new? Because I, I started uh, watching it and I was like, Ugh. I turned it off because it was just like well, the mas- all the mascots are on the ice and playing. <laughs> and I was like, I got they excited. Do. But I, then I tuned in and I was watching and I was like, oh, this is not interesting. I've, it it wasn't. It maybe was. I th- I will say, though, to be a mascot and get to go and in, in free trip to Florida or Vegas for three or four days and hang out and make videos. They're probably having more fun than the players. A lot of players, um, just so you know, Nancy, a lot of the players they they do this because they feel kind of obligated. They don't really want to be there, right? They'd they'd rather go on vacation for ten days and be done. And that's, that's where like somebody like Marty Natchez, yeah, okay. it's, yeah, totally. Because okay, like Ray was saying, there's there's player meet and greets, right? There's events they have to go to that aren't televised. So for them, oh. it's kind of a two or three day work weekend. You know, very, oh, very fan focused. Okay. But okay. that's where somebody like Marty Natchez, who was like, oh, I'd love to go to the All-Star game. And then you have other players. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov plays for the Minnesota Wild. And he ducked out of the competition he was supposed to be in just a few minutes before he started. And the word seems to be that he was just like, I don't feel like doing it. And then during the game on Sunday, he, I mean, he was playing, but he wasn't really playing. He, you know, he wasn't trying in any way, and which is typical, right? A, you don't want to get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, you you want to rest up your body. This is your period to rest of the season. But and, and no disrespect to him, I get it. Like he doesn't seem like he wanted to be there. So why not give a shot to somebody like a Marty Natchez who's like, no, no, I want to go do this. That would be awesome. Right. Um, and take advantage of the uh is Mark Martin Natchez is not a rookie player. I, I'm I'm no, understanding. He's young, okay. but yeah, third, he's third year, okay. fourth year. Okay, gotcha. Okay, interesting. Okay. I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed it because for Ray and I, we've seen them try and, you know, every, and they put a little different spin on it every time in Florida. They did this like weird hockey golf thing in Vegas. They made it like a, there was like a ma- magic show esque, you know, goal mm-hmm. thing. So they want to change it some to fit the city, which I like, but as a new fan, hopefully new fans are, are enjoying that because for old fans, I used to watch the skills competition religiously. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they're having to adapt passes. to the times. And it sounds like for experienced fans, the adapting that the league is doing is not is disconnecting the legacy fans. That's what I'm hearing from both of you. That's what I'm yeah. sensing. I yeah. my, my biggest thing is the hockey golf thing. Like, okay, that's fine for somebody, I guess, but it's a skills competition. I want to see the the seven or eight guys with the hardest shot compete for the hardest shot competition. I want to see the mm-hmm. seven or eight fastest guys. Skate the mm-hmm. fastest, right? I, I, I want to see what can these guys do when there's not somebody trying to hit them. <laughs> yeah. And for like, me, yeah, like, that's what right. I want to see. And the NHL takes that, but then they twist it, and you're like, okay. 
it even the timing was weird. They they did the fa- they did the fastest skater first round, and then they had one person do a deke or whatever, and then they went to the goalie thing. And I don't know if some they just somebody did something out of order, but it felt very disjointed. Um, you know, part of the reason I like hockey is watching the flow, like things develop and like you mentioned earlier when there's a lot of penalties and things it, it kind of takes you out of the game because you're like mm-hmm. why is all this i don't watch why? football because football is boring because they stop every 10 seconds that's why i don't watch football mm-hmm. and even with like a, a skills competition or a big production you know it feels like you know you want to have to keep the things going but then they they start an interview while they're introducing the phf players you know then they're going too fast and it's like you know you just sounds like they made the stage manager to run the show. NHL may need to make some modifications there. That's what I'm hearing. I, I that's what I'm sensing. So yeah, I oh, think so. That, that's, to... But I'm an old funny duddy too. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, that made that makes two of us. Um you you uh Nancy, uh the, I, I've loved having to chat with you. There are some and we've always said and and uh, at the storm cellar. Everyone is welcome. You're always welcome to come into the storm cellar and uh, chat, chat us up. But sometimes you got to escape the storm cellar. And right now I have to escape the storm cellar. So I'm going to leave you in the more than capable hands of Brad. You and Brad can chat up, Nancy. It's been an amazing experience to meet you, to talk with you. Thank you for reigniting my love of hockey, because that's exactly what you did. So fantastic. Thank you, Nancy. And uh, you know what? Do what you can to hook up with us. We'll be at the stadium series on Saturday. We'll be tailgating. We'll be having fun. I want to meet you in person. Thank you in person for everything that you do as a nurse. And honestly, just thank you for joining us here in the in the the storm cellar. This is fantastic, Brad. I gotta I gotta bail. No problem. No problem. Cheers. So. Yeah, Ray had something pop up, so Ray, Ray has to run unexpectedly. It happens, right? Yeah. It's the the reason we got you on today. Luckily, was because and I said Jared Ellis earlier it was actually Jacob Billington who also writes for uh, the Hockey Riders, uh, who you know he he had a family emergency last night, and we were able to get you on, so things work out. But um, and we're we're kind of toward the end anyway. We don't want to keep yeah. you all day, but um, I did want to talk a little bit upcoming schedule. The Hurricanes get back to work on Saturday against the Rangers. And then the Capitals come in on Tuesday, or I'm sorry, the Hurricanes go to Washington on Tuesday to play the Capitals. And that's traditionally been kind of one of the rivalry games for the Hurricanes. Okay. Um, And then there's two big games in a row. Wednesday the 16th, the Hurricanes, so they raised a few numbers to the Raptors, right? They've retired a few jerseys. Mm -hmm. Coach Rod Brindamore, um, Ron Francis, who is Ray's favorite player, um, Glenn Wesley. Um, The Hurricanes have decided to have their own hall, their own, hurricanes hall of fame and the inaugural game for that's going to be on the, the 16th against the montreal canadians um so if you get a chance that would be a great game there's i know there were tickets available the other day even even inexpensive seats were available that might be a good game you might want to check that out that's going to be one of those historic moments in franchise history um so that's going to be wednesday the, i'm sorry thursday the 16th and then on saturday and tickets are bonkers i think the tickets right now the cheapest ones i've seen are going for about three or four hundred bucks um in like because they're all resale tickets at this point but stadium series um just so you know nancy they've been talking about having an outdoor game in north carolina for like since before i moved to boston 15 years ago oh it's never been done before not in raleigh i have been waiting for this game for like 20 years and so ray's coming down from calgary Ray and I have known each other since 1997 online. We met for the first time just last summer. He came to Boston. Um, so this will only be the second time Ray and I ever seen each other in person. It'll be our wow. first time going to see a hockey game together, which is going to be amazing. We have invites from so many people to come to tailgates and just um, very much like, you know, um, very much like a, was a Keenan stadium, you know, tailgating like, mm-hmm. Officially, the game starts at eight or eight thirty. The parking lots officially open at two. I'm sure there'll be people in the parking lots by ten or eleven a.m. Wow! Oh it's my God! Did y'all realize it was like that? Um, I've told many people, even if you can't go to the game, if you like tailgating, that might be a tailgating event to come to and just walk around through Twitter. You'll definitely find people to hang with that kind of thing. 
Um, it's going to be a huge event. Um, but I was going to ask, um, even with those big events aside, like, are you looking forward to going? Are you are you planning on you know going back, getting back in the arena soon? Come yes, to the game. I am. I, I have already bought uh, tickets. I'm not saying which games, <laughs> but I have bought uh, not to the stadium series because I didn't realize how serious it was. Like I'm starting. I was driving. I went to. Uh, I had to go to a, a meet a work meeting on Friday to Midtown Raleigh, and I was driving into Midtown Raleigh, and one of the biggest. I think it's this insurance company had this gigantic gigantic banner of sebastian aho stadium series rock I, that was just friday and i was like oh my oh yeah this is a billboard <laughs> they painted like almost half of the entire building with this giant it's not a banner. i don't know i don't know if it's an electronic banner it's not fabric but it was something I had never seen. I was like oh so that's when it hit me based on also what people have been saying oh my god this must be a really serious thing but yes outside of that i have uh do have tickets to um a few upcoming games um but i just uh i i'm going and i don't want to say which games but yes i am definitely going back so um and i'm looking forward to it because i'm trying to approach it with uh, fresh eyes each time so i don't get bored um you know so i can learn something new so i'm i'm so so looking forward to those upcoming games. That's awesome. And like I said, um, once this once this hits and people are listening, and I'm sure people have already started hopefully saying, like, hey, if you know, if you want somebody to go with, if you need something in the game, we have a group of people who um are kind of in what we, you know, we our hockey Twitter circle. And uh, you know, people I can think of off the hand are like Gina is one who Gina always goes and finds Wade Mentor, who's the PA announcer for the Hurricanes. You know, she always goes and finds him on the concourse ahead of time. Gina's one of those people who likes to interact with people. Um, so she's always finding pictures and, and posting pictures of her finding people and in, in pre-gaming and stuff. And there's a lot of folks like that that are just good people that um, listen to our show because we're not, um, you know, there are hockey programs like, you know, um, I'm not going to name them because I don't even like listening to them. But, you know, and, and they're all about the fighting and the, you know. And the rough stuff and you know how you know how manly can we be and, and our program is very different than that okay. you know we we want to connect people and i think you'll find uh if you ever want to go at a game you're gonna have plenty of opportunities so that you don't have to go alone hopefully some of your friends will go um you know because <laughs> i haven't been successful in convincing anyone <laughs> well hope maybe that'll change because it's so much fun y'all it was like, uh, maybe someday but i can tell <laughs> i i've been talking to my friends and things about it if i uh my family and they're just kind of like oh that sounds nice okay it's interesting so. and the NHL is trying to do all these things to grow the game and here you are a person like like put her on tv and say like this is what an amazing time i had and people would be like oh like that sounds cool and they'll they'll give it a shot so um so it's like i said as soon as i saw your first video on twitter i was like that's phenomenal i'm so glad she had a great time for one um because that new enthusiasm, you know, we said earlier, I said, you know, Ray and I are kind of older. We can get kind of jaded and, and we forget sometimes of, of what it's like to, to walk into the building. Cause being in Boston, I don't go very often. I don't go see the, I'm not a Bruins fan. I don't go see the Bruins okay. play. And I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't seen the hurricanes play live in I think five years. Oh, and, wow. but for me, it's watching your videos reminds me of some of the things I love. Um, mm. Hockey arenas, hockey rinks have a particular smell. And, and okay. next time you go in, like, just as soon as, like, you, not through the doors, like, right, because you're going to smell, smell barbecue nachos and pretzels and things. Yeah. But when you get to the bowl and the ice is in front of you, I always, I always stop and take a, just a big breath because there's a smell to that place. And it's clear as day in my mind. I can't describe it, but I, it's one of those things like, you know it when you smell it. And it just has that. And, and watching your videos reminds me of things like that. They're like the reason I love this place. You know, the reason I like watching these guys, it's there, there's there's certain things that your videos made me go, oh, I remember what it was like to, you know, be I forgot how old I was, 20 years old and go into like, you know, the very first games in Greensboro or the first game at PNC or the ESA at the time. But, you know, PNC Arena and that enthusiasm is it wears off, wears off sounds bad. It's not meant to be. But, it, you know, it, it, it wears on to people like they it becomes infectious in a good way. Right. That's that's why when I saw your videos, I'm like, I want to talk to her so much because 
Thank I you. think I think the people I've seen interact with your video probably feel a lot the same way. They're like, oh, like, yeah, look at this I, person. Tons of people. Like, That's what so, was so surprising to me. People from Canada was like, I've been hockey fan since I was three, four years old, but your video was so interesting to me. And that's what is, and people are still leaving comments on that video. I think it's almost like, it's, only, it's, only, it's almost like two weeks old. And then, you know, online world is 30 years ago. And yeah, people right? are still leaving new comments. Like, oh, and I, I just did not, I literally, because my typical circle, the people I typically interact with, not into that at all so mm-hmm. i'm like oh you know maybe so i appreciate that i did want to give you all the shout out i do have another tiktok that i posted Ooh. um uh, on my page and it shouts you all out oh, um, with you. the zamboni song <laughs> <laughs> no what it is about that zamboni machine i just don't that zamboni machine it's just exciting to me everybody loves it, just it makes me excited yeah. i don't know and and that's i'm not i know i actually I, we've never met. I know the person who commented who was like, oh, it's not a Zamboni, it's an Olympia machine. Oh, oh, yeah, and yeah. It, it's somebody who I know through other social media who okay. I, I don't think was trying to be rude or disrespectful, but just one of those people who like factual before understanding context. No, you know? was no problem. But, yeah. And that's when I was like, nobody, nobody sings. I want to ride the, you know, Olympia ice resurfacing <laughs> machine. Was, yeah. I want to ride the, I want to drive the Zamboni. Like that's, yeah. you know, it's. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was fine. When people leave negative that's good, comments, I'm like, these are just strangers on the internet. It's fine. Yeah. I don't even. It's yeah. Okay. Hockey yeah, definitely but, um, has a culture that sometimes is very okay. protective of its own and very, um, oh. well, well, if you didn't play it and how would you know? And hockey has that ah, kind of culture. Okay. Because gotcha. Okay. Every kid okay. I, I, growing up in North Carolina, every kid I knew played basketball. So you can't say that about basketball, but most mm-hmm. people who watch hockey probably have never played hockey. But oh, okay. and some people will take that to heart. They'll be like, "Oh, well, if you didn't play, how would you know?" And it's like, "No, no, that's not how this works." Mm-hmm. I've watched mm-hmm. enough hockey that, yeah, I didn't play, but does that mean I can't be a coach? Sure, no, I don't. You know, I, that's something you can do. So, yeah, I, I saw that comment. I I was hoping that if you just if you see things like that, don't take them to heart because you know some some people are going to do that. I don't think that was meant in any ill intention. Uh, but it's one of those things where, like, so what? Who I call it a Zamboni. I know it's an Olympia machine, but who cares? Like, it's and that song, Gear Daddies. They they have other good songs, by the way. Okay. Uh, so I, I can turn you on to some more music if you want. But and that I don't know why the Lego version. I think the one I sent you is just super cute. <laughs> so I love that. I was like, oh, this is it. I was like, this captures and the lyrics and everything. So I was like, yeah. So thank you for that. There's uh, there's a lot of good hockey. I'll send you some other things that maybe you'll like. Other good hockey music that's uh, that's been around forever. Warren Zevon had some songs. The Gear Daddies, the Zambonis are a couple of bands who do hockey music. Like that's what they do. Oh, um, I mean it's 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 a little thing into itself. It's really fun, but you know, and, and I think you kind of into that like with with TikToks and Twitter videos and things. Like people enjoy that. Like you said, people are still commenting on your video weeks later. And that'll probably continue. I, 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 you know, that probably won't abate for a while because when they see somebody who's genuinely having a good time, you want to be a part of that. And that's, that's Mm -hmm. what we hope all Kaniacs strive to be is, you know, be good hosts, invite people in. If you see somebody who's new, talk to them, right? You said you had more fun in in the upper seats than you did in the lower seats in part because people are, are, they're welcoming you in, right? That's, Mm -hmm. that's what it means to be a good fan. Yeah, you know, they were really good to me. Fan. I was like, how did you say maybe I look like a new fan? But they were just talking and explain. I didn't say, can you explain this to me? I was just watching and they just started talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then high five me. And I was like, well, I'm not with you. I didn't say that. I was like, no, I'm not. But they just made me feel like a you know, welcoming. And then the lady's like, Well, are you coming to the next game? And I was like, Well, I don't know. She's like, Well, we sit here all the time. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was just really interesting to me. I, it was just, yeah, so it, it's just all exciting is new. Um, I just wanted to stay fun. I want, really want to be respectful to the culture because I know I'm a new person coming in and I don't know, and you know, no. Um, so I don't want to come in, disrespect anyone's space if they feel like, you know, hockey is a sacred space and a sacred game. I'm going, I don't want to take any of that away from anybody. Um, I just want to make the experience my own where I can enjoy it and people I know, um, you know, who may want to enjoy it too. That's one. That's, I think that's fantastic. I, that's probably a good place to stop on because okay. I think that's a brilliant way to look at it. Right. 
and and hopefully you can talk some of those folks into coming and the, you know and then you know maybe next time your tiktok has you and a few friends or something on it that would that would be amazing because that's how you know for years people said oh the hurricanes aren't going to last they're going to move out of raleigh there's not enough fans and folks like yourself are the reason why they're not going anywhere there's tons of fans the hurricanes are second in the league in attendance right really they are yeah see everybody says they are you know the nhl i don't think even knows that but there's a dedicated group of caniacs and the people who are welcoming and inviting of new fans are the ones who are going to help this team grow and help the fan base grow um and bring us people like yourself because uh i've watched your that video probably a dozen times nancy and i've loved it every single time <laughs> thank you thank you again i appreciate um to you and ray for like reaching out to me and um being encouraged you know not uh judging because i'm you know still ignorant of a lot of things around the game and around the culture and fan etiquette so i appreciate the grace from yourself and from the other people who have extended it and i appreciate it so thank and, you. and i appreciate you taking a chance on us because like i said other than a couple of quick twitter interactions you didn't know what you were walking into today so i thank you for putting your trust in us that we weren't trying to you know when this comes out, what you, what we've said today is what you're going to get, right? We're yeah. not trying to like, you know, put people or, or make new people feel bad about themselves. So thank you for taking the chance on us too. We we appreciate it. Um, And we've had a, a blast talking to you. Uh, I don't want to take you all day. We do have one tradition. Uh, normally Ray uh, forgets what we're supposed to do at the end of a show. And he'll say, oh, is there anything we forgot? And then we both say, go Canes. So if you don't mind doing that with me, because Ray's not here. So I just say, do we do a countdown? Uh, I'll just say, is there anything we forgot? And then we'll both say, go Canes. How about that? Okay. Right. No, I think so, we touched on every single thing. Um, this was new. This was exciting. I had shout out to everybody. I had fun. So Nancy, I don't think there's anything we forgot. Is there? No. Go Canes. Go Canes. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Ray and I greatly appreciate your support in helping us produce an informative and fun podcast. As always, we'd like to say that we believe hockey is for everyone. Whether you're a Kaniac or a bunch of jerks doesn't matter, as we're just a couple of jerks anyway. We would love to hear your questions, comments, and suggestions. We will do our best to answer anything hockey-related. You can reach us via email at stormseller97 at gmail.com. On Twitter, we are at stormseller97. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash stormseller97.